0: I can't make heads or tails of the Bible, but when I watch The Chosen, then I can really follow Jesus. Uh huh. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor.
1: (laughs) Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of The Hopper and talk about it. This is The Hopper Podcast. The Hopper Podcast is not professional advice, just two guys spitballing. So do your own research. Willie, have you seen the uh, TV show The Chosen? I have, yeah. I've only seen a couple episodes, mm-hmm. okay? Um, I probably will watch more of it at some point. Okay. Um, I have mixed feelings about it. How oh, about okay. you? Yeah. Yes, I also have mixed feelings. You know, some people in church have asked I have asked mixed feelings about almost everything. <laughs> <laughs> people in church have asked me, hey, uh, our small group wants to do The Chosen. What do you think? And yep. I said, yeah, you can uh, do that. Uh, just know that that imagery is a powerful thing, mm-hmm. and what is true for us is the written word mm-hmm. and so there there are some caveats there yeah uh, okay, so the chosen yeah. uh, explain what the chosen is real quick it is a uh, it 's a dramatization a television show mm-hmm. of uh the gospel of mm-hmm. jesus mm-hmm. And, that's right in the common era and the disciples and the miracles and um, it is artistically done. Yeah. Some people think it's probably uh, b- the best version that they've seen okay. because of the artistic expressions. Uh-huh. Um, but with that comes some license. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're adding things that uh, aren't in the text, or they're making connections between people that we don't know yes. existed. And yes, um, it's uh, it, it makes for a more interesting series, mm-hmm. or it could be provocative. But um, I'm not particularly interested in thinking of things that could have been. Mm-hmm. I, you know, when it comes to the Bible, I want to know what what's real and what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and. In our Confession of Faith, we, we hold to the Westminster Confession of Faith in our denomination. We do. Yeah. And um, there are questions, catechism questions, and uh, they're part of our, our constitution of the church, what helps us understand what we all agree upon. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it's an easy way, if, if someone wants to be a pastor, we can, we can question them and say, hey, where do you disagree with this document? And then we can right. start getting to sure. some understanding of where yeah. we, we agree and disagree. It's really useful that yeah. way. I have um, I've taken exception to one of the questions in the larger catechism and, and the shorter catechism, and anything uh, kind of uh, all the trimmings that have to do with images of God. Yeah, I don't think so. That's the second commandment. This yes. The second commandment is to make no image, Mm -hmm. right? To bow down to it or to worship it. And Mm -hmm. um, I think that's all wrong, of course. Mm -hmm. I don't like images of Jesus at all, Mm -hmm. personally, Mm -hmm. because there's been the the typical blonde-haired, blue-eyed, sort of uh, Northern European-looking Jesus. We don't know what he looked like, Uh and God did that on purpose. He sent Jesus at a time in history when there there were no video cameras. We don't want to worship images. That's right. We we want to wrestle with the concept concepts yep. of the gospel and the mm-hmm. truth of, of the written word. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to be, uh, well, frankly, deluded by yeah. imagery. That's right. And, uh, and then if Jesus has brown hair, are we then to say everyone with brown hair is better? And right. the, the things, the stupid things that people do.
0: No, the blonde hair, blue eyed Jesus, um, on the one hand, if it communicates to blonde hair, blue eyed people, Jesus identifies with you and is like you. That's true. On the other hand, was he likely actually historically to have been blonde hair, blue eyed? There's no way. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, the same thing with a, with a black Jesus, you know, uh, was Jesus black? No, he wasn't. But uh, a black Jesus where, where black little boys and girls can look and say, Jesus was just like me. Oh, that's the right message to get about Jesus. And because that's the message of the Gospels and... Uh, but when you actually put have a picture of him, then it excludes some people.
1: exactly. yeah, yeah. and and it and it's not genuine. And, right. And I just want to be as genuine as possible yes. in my, in yes. my ex like, it, it's almost like putting words in God's mouth. Yes. Right? Yes. And that I think I'm very careful about. I try to be very careful about it. yeah. It's one of my pet peeves when people say, well, God told me this or God told me that. Yeah. And we know you didn't hear a voice that told yeah, you something. Totally. Or we could add it to the scripture, mm-hmm. right? Which we know that's not going to happen. So... um uh, when you say you heard a voice, you had an inclination. Yeah. But you need to be careful that you're not putting words in God's mouth.
0: Well, but I, to, okay. To, to be fair, the the uh, makers of the chosen are, I think they're pretty clearly not trying to do that. Right. But they're, not, they're not claiming yeah. that.
1: I'm still getting around to to the chosen. All right, all right. So I'm still on the, the the catechism, and and I've taken an exception to okay. some of the points about images of Jesus. Yeah. And I've just said that generally, and almost across the board, I don't like them. Yeah. Um, And I certainly don't want any image of God or any representation of God. Mm -hmm. Such a thing would be like an idol to Mm -hmm. me. It's just not... I would never have any part of that. Sure. Uh, However, I do take exception to those questions because Jesus became a man. Yeah. And in the image of man... Yeah, uh, it's appropriate to represent Jesus as a man. Yep. I think it's okay for uh, an actor to portray Jesus on film as a man because mm-hmm. he, he was a man. Mm-hmm. Um, but what kind of man? That's where I don't like it. I don't prefer it. I don't like pictures of Jesus on the wall. Yep. We don't know what he looked like. I, the point is not to be is to not to look at Jesus right. and and then worship some image. Um, it's to wrestle with the concepts again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so. I say all that to say that 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 any sort of film um, or representation, I think, is dicey. Yeah, has some problems with it. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I can't say with the confession that that we can't have a statue of Jesus washing his disciples' feet, or we can't have an actor. Uh, I've been in churches where there's stained glass portraying images of Jesus, and yeah. um, they're not. To be worshipped, mm-hmm. but that's like art of Jesus doing some—you know—it's a visualization. Yeah, it's a—it's an artistic representation. I don't think that that's all wrong. Mm-hmm. So therefore, to the chosen, finally, yeah, I don't think that it's wrong, but there, there need to be some strong warnings. Yes, you agree with me?
0: Absolutely. I think with the chosen, I've—I've so I've watched the first season. I think
1: there are okay. three seasons out
0: now, mm-hmm. and they continue to. And I've watched the first season and uh there's no doubt that it is the highest quality production mm-hmm. of any like life of jesus and there's been a lot of those yeah right? the jesus yeah. movie and and many of them um they've all been movies i don't think i think this is the first one to have like a a serial you know yeah. a, a uh, of jesus life and with that they're able to do a a really robust script um you know and so now you know there's uh they they can do all kinds of conversations and, and events right. that have right. that are not in the Bible. Projected conversations. Yeah. That's right. And they've done a great job with that. Like uh-huh. in terms of the artistic quality, I think, you know, we've talked in the past about how Christians often have uh, poor art and, and they mm-hmm. you know, when you get a, something is explicitly Christian then mm-hmm. it's not done well. Mm-hmm. And here, this is about the best thing in terms of uh, mm-hmm. the writing and the directing and the acting and all like that.
1: And that's an achievement. In, it in is
0: pretty sense. amazing. Yeah. Um, it, the, the kind of style that they're using uh, with a script where you've got different um, characters who are having chance encounters, uh, you know, and, and like weird uh, ways that they... Uh, encounter them in this way, and then later on you see then, mm-hmm. oh, then that makes a difference here. That's a that's a relatively new style in television and movies that has become quite popular, and that's the style that they're using, and it's fantastic. Yeah. It really is. It keeps you engaged. It's very interesting. They've also given really specific quality in all the other um, uh, portrayals, I think, of the life of Jesus. His disciples, you got a little bit of character with Peter maybe one other, not really. They're all just mm-hmm. kind of a generic disciple. Yeah. Where here, there's time and space for them to really develop um, specific disciples and their own quirks. And uh-huh. and so that's a lot more realistic. On the other hand, uh, I have talked to many people about it. Um, in my work, I talk to lots of different sorts of people about all kinds of things. Right. Uh, around religion and Christianity, and it's not just folks that are that. I you mean, know, most of the people I talk to in my work, I've never heard of the Westminster Confession, right. for example. And and I actually enjoy working in that kind of context. And uh, there are people who say, I can't make heads or tails of the Bible, but when I watch The Chosen, then I can really follow Jesus. Uh-huh. And that kind of thing makes me very uncomfortable. Hmm. Very uncomfortable. I had one person that told me. Um, I love the chosen so much because it tells us about things that we didn't know from the Bible, right? About Jesus. Right. I got a picture of Jesus in the chosen that I really like, where the the picture of Jesus in the Bible is kind
1: of flat. Uh huh.
0: Okay. When we have some, when I hear something that's, like that, that's the real that's danger. That's very disturbed. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The Bible is what God has given us to. Uh, increase our faith to to birth and grow our faith, and the Holy Spirit working through it. And if you prefer a different version of Jesus than what we find in the Bible, then right. something has gone wrong. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that person who said that uh, she really liked the the uh, Jesus that we found in, that we find in the Chosen also told me she said I really like the picture of, of the uh, the Jesus interacting with Peter's mother-in-law. Um, that's mm-hmm. so interesting because uh, we don't get that kind of detail in the Bible. And right. I said, yes, actually we do. There is the story of of uh, Peter being married. She said, I never knew that Peter was married. Well, that's that's very much in the New Testament. Um, she has not been reading her New Testament. She's been a Christian for all of her life and has been a faithful churchgoer. Mm-hmm. She has missed that. Um, and she said, "Oh, this is waking me up to all kinds of things,
1: man. That there's something, there's something really yeah guess, disturbing and scary about that. I guess I'm trying to find a, a silver lining that that yeah. there could be like evangelistic tools there um, that yes. help people connect, and yes. and there could be like, oh, wait a second, is this in there? And let me search deeper and look further. Yes, uh, and that could be like a utility yes. for that. Um, and then there's just like there is." there's something good about good art. Yes. Um, yes. And there's, there's that piece is, is there as well. Yes. But you're right when it, when it's redefining. Yeah. And particularly image driven things are powerful. Yes. Um, you know, there was a commercial on television for a long time about Nostradamus. They're trying mm-hmm. to sell some book about Nostradamus. Right. Yeah. And, all they said is he predicted this and he predicted that, and wait till you see what he has predicted for the year two thousand. Hmm. This was back in time, sure. Right? And then they show an image of this nuclear explosion. Mm. Now they didn't say anything, right? What's the What's the obvious implication? The obvious implication is that he's it's some. Cataclysmic event in the end of the world to scare you and to get you to buy yeah. uh, this book that they're selling. Yeah. Um. All they said was, you know, wait till you see what he he predicted for this year. Yeah. Then there's a mushroom cloud image. Right. And so it, it's a manipulation that 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 advertisers have known for a long, long time. Yeah. Sure. That that you can really uh, communicate a whole lot through a through an image, and it's not really brought to the courts so or it's not illegal. It it it's very suggestive and people don't realize it because they're not reading it or they that's didn't right. hear actual words. That's right. And that's where you have to be really, really careful in your artistic expressions. Yes. And in, in this case the chosen is just it's uh it's adding to scripture. Yeah.
0: It is. Um and all art necessarily does um mm-hmm. in, in one sense. Right. Um and uh, okay, so here's another piece of it. It's not just I like this, I like the Jesus of the Chosen a lot, and I want to follow that Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus of the Bible, I, I can't really, you know, he's not right. uh, worth following, or, or I can't, you know, he doesn't inspire me or something. Um, so that's a problem. But another problem is uh, someone who watches the Chosen, and then when they go to uh, the Bible and they read about Jesus calling the fishermen, to be his disciples, come and follow me. Yeah. they're imagining the when they read it in the Bible, they are imagining the scene in the chosen uh-huh. and reading all of the um, the motivations that the, the specific motivations of Jesus, the specific situation that none of the none of those motivations or situations or uh, the background, none of that right. is actually in the text. Right, but it's almost. Impossible. If that's if that's where you are, it, it's almost impossible not to drag all of those assumptions into when you're reading the Bible. Yeah, and so even if you do keep reading the Bible uh, and say this is, I know this is the good and the right and the beautiful Jesus, the true one, uh, and the other is not. Y- you, we are affected by that. We're right. absolutely affected by that. Right, and so um maybe that 's maybe what the what the chosen is doing with all this background and all this baggage i don 't know baggage is such a pejorative word all of the um specifics maybe that 's how it happened uh maybe they're you know the the million guesses in every episode that right. they 're making are all actually true, but we don 't know that
1: and, and it's
0: very unlikely very unlikely uh, extremely I, I, I have thought yeah that 's right. I have thought, um, it might, I I would actually be more comfortable with The Chosen if we had, uh, 12 other, uh, productions that aren't talking to each other at all and have just a similar, like, like they're recreating all the relationships and all the, so for example, Matthew is, is, uh, uh, on the autism spectrum in The Chosen. And is it possible that he was on the autism spectrum? Uh, I suppose that's possible, but he's the actor is very clear. The actor is very clearly portraying him, mm-hmm. portraying him as on the autism spectrum, and then that uh-huh. answers why, you know, uh, motiv- that gives him specific motivation and the way he moves and stuff. If I that's not in the biblical text at all, right? At all, and but if I imagine him that way, that's going to color. It in a particular way. Now, maybe he was. I'm not saying that he wasn't. Everyone is unique, and that gives him a unique character, and that's wonderful. But we need 12 or 15 other people, other
1: artists, to imagine him in a different way, that's yeah. equally consistent with the Bible. And then it, it kind of will help wash it out. Right. Exactly, exactly. And say, or oh, here's this artistic rendition, here's that artistic rendition, here's right. the license that this person took, there's a license yes. that, that person took. It's an imagining. And I don't have to, uh, it's not going to influence me so strongly. It, it's it's watering it down. This is the yeah. only thing that I watch and look at. And Totally. Um, you know, that's, uh, I didn't know that, by the way, that the autistic piece I haven't seen enough of that oh yeah it's oh. pretty
0: it's pretty clear and and honestly it's he's uh, it's very obvious and he does a great job with mm-hmm. it um, the actor is terrific and and on it it, it kind of makes sense I never would have thought about it yeah but once you start going down that road that kind of explains a number of things um, I, or, or I guess it could yeah it could no yeah. not necessary. it doesn't necessarily there right. could be many 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 other explanations for the motivation of right. Matthew to do this or to do that the fact that if he is on the autism spectrum, it does explain some things that could be equally well explained by many, many mm-hmm. other things in his life.
1: And of course, uh, you know, for me, it it then starts to beg the question: like, wh- how long? How long has autism been around? Sure. Sure. Ha- sure. Is sure. it? You know. Yeah. Is it more of a modern? Uh, yeah, we problem? don't know. Uh, anyway, the, the that kind of rendition um, troubles me more. It's it's so. It's so suggestive. Uh huh. Um, there are, but you're right. In any form of art, there are little decisions that have to be made. Yes. There, there, there are, you're, you're portraying something. Yes. And you have to put that into it as you imagine it. Yes. Sort of context. Yes. And so, where is that line drawn? Yes. I don't know. Yeah. But um. Just hearing you say that they portrayed him as autistic but it, it irritates me, yeah, but part of me is also appreciative, like, oh, I wonder you know th- th- what they're saying is everyone has situations, and we yeah. don't we don't really know what was going on in these people's lives, exactly. we can't think of them as um as people who aren't suffering or people right. who don't have problems, yeah. because they did, and here are, we're gonna just make some up for you, yeah, to help you think about that, the part of me really appreciates that piece, yeah. Um, but there's just something, uh, there's something sacred about the word of God Yes, in its written form in it's, yes. in its simplicity. It's yes. saying what is really important. I mean, you look at the gospel of Mark, it is a streamlined, this yes. is the story of Jesus, yes. right? This yes. is what you really need to hear. Yep. Uh, you want a little bit more, you got Matthew and Luke, you want a, a very different, uh, look at Jesus that's still... Absolutely, Tree of John, and yeah. that's a beloved gospel, yes, right? Yes. Yes. Um, I don't. I. I'm very uncomfortable with uh, with it going too far, but I can't draw that line. Yeah. Where is that line? Yeah. There's
0: something. Um, uh, quite honestly, some of the
1: uh,
0: some of what they do with the chosen, there's some scenes that I thought, man, this just captures it perfectly, and other mm-hmm. scenes I was really uncomfortable with, and I really don't trust. Either of my impressions of it, yeah. I don't. I. I don't want to be more attracted to the Jesus of the Chosen. Right, right. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, for people who are struggling to understand, like, well, someone might be saying, "Why don't you just throw out all artistic renditions, any images at all?" And I'd say, "Well, that, that's. I mean, uh, haven't you seen some some child's uh, uh, tapestry of Noah's Ark?" Yeah. I, I guarantee you, that's not what happened. Yeah. Right. It's a big boat. We don't know uh, exactly what the boat looked like, and we don't. Uh, the The idea that it's like a happy zoo on the ocean. <laughs> I'm sure it was not that. That the intention of the story is about is about judgment. Yeah. And people drowning. Yeah. And it's not a happy kid story. Yeah. Um. And we, the way it's been portrayed, um, doesn't capture the reality very well. That's right. Um, and so I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, the, the point that every art has to, has to make those kinds of decisions. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think people could miss that quickly and easily. Yeah. Yeah. And they think, oh, well this, uh, this, this well accepted piece of art, whatever it be, Noah's Ark or anything else, uh, that doesn't do that. Yes, it does. It really, really does. Yeah. And it has influenced you. Yep. Um, you, you've forgotten perhaps. Yep that that the 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 entire world drown, yep um because of the animals and the mm-hmm. two by two and the mm-hmm. ark and the raven and the mm-hmm. rainbow mm-hmm. um uh and that was probably artistically driven mm-hmm. in your life mm-hmm. right, and so what implications will this have down the road, yeah at the same time there are people who go overboard and say that the whole thing is like blasphemy or it's a it's a complete violation of the second commandment, right, yeah. yeah. Um, I can't I can't say that. Yeah. I just don't know where to draw the line.
0: Yeah. I think one of the things that's helpful here is is uh, to listen to our brothers and sisters about who Jesus is and about what the scriptures are saying from different eras of church history and from different geographies. Mm-hmm. Right, so the chosen, I think, is going to influence a whole ton, our entire generation, and for a long time to come, mm-hmm. it's going to in- impact how we all read the gospels. And I think we need to be we need to recognize that we are being influenced in those ways. If we listen to our African brothers and sisters uh, commentaries and theologians commentators and theologians from Africa who are not going to be influenced by the chosen. Uh, we need to listen carefully to what they have to say about what is the what is who is the Bible now. They're being influenced by other, um, you know, uh, influences, and then our Chinese brothers and sisters, and then through time, what did the Middle Ages? What did they have to say? Now we're all being influenced by various things. Yeah, to so that we're all none of us come to the Scripture objectively. None of us come without some sort of. Um you know lenses and but we need to recognize that anytime we watch something like the chosen we 're putting another lens in front of our eyes that distort the scripture
1: well, yeah, distort it, and also. Like you said earlier, if if we have a bunch of these different renditions, if you have a, a bunch of different right. projections and influences, yep. then it, it kind of washes out a bit where you can say, this helps me think about this and that, this but helps me think about that. But that's not likely to happen. That's not going to happen. That's, it's in an imaginary world. Yeah. I mean, it, it, well, I mean, who's to say? I mean, with, yeah, with AI and all this. So the, um, you know, That's
0: right. Well, maybe we'll get to a place where, uh, you know, give me um, yeah, a bingeable, uh, you know, you know, um, seventy episode TV series of the life of Jesus, and okay,
1: I want uh, mm-hmm. thirty of those. <laughs> Crank them out, yeah.
0: and uh, you know, maybe maybe we'll get to a place where we can do that.
1: Or just in time, just more artistry done. I mean, like you said, the the, the storyline's been done over and over and over again. I yeah. mean, back with uh, the Ten Commandments and sure. You know earlier productions, and then all the way the 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 Mel Gibson film, yeah, uh, the Passion of the Christ. Yeah, yeah, and that's so
0: I've never seen uh, the Passion of the Christ, and and I don't want to. I really don't want to. Maybe more than the rest of the the. uh, My understanding is that that movie uh, emphasizes so much. This is what people told me Mm -hmm. have told me over and over and over again. I never really understood the suffering of Jesus until I watched that movie. Uh-huh. I think, okay, there's something <laughs> to say that that it is the movie that impacted you, mm-hmm. what Jesus did for you, not the book. That yeah. There's something wrong about that. And the Bible, I have told many, many people, the Bible could have, if it wanted to, go into great detail about the physical sufferings of Jesus and how gory and bloody and physically horrific it was. It doesn't. Um, but it does talk a much more about the sin placed on Jesus and the uh, uh, his choice to do it and um, his connection to the Father uh, through it in his
1: prayer and then be- saying, my God, why have you forsaken me? Th- those yeah. are the highlights. You know, I... I um... I think I disagree with you on that one. All right. Yeah. The The Passion of the Christ I've seen probably three times. Okay. Um, and there, there's one scene that I think is probably from like a Catholic uh, a tradition. Mm-hmm. And that's where Mary is mopping up the blood of Jesus after he's been flayed on the, mm-hmm. with the cat of nine tails and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, but uh, it really is trying to match uh, the scripture and just give a, a visual presentation Um, the thing about the suffering, we know that physical suffering is one thing. Yes. It's the, the mental relational suffering that is the real anguish. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, when I had a, a, I mean a dreadful back herniation, it was like medieval torture. But when I started feeling better, it's like when your nausea goes away, when you have the, the throw ups, you're like, Oh man, I feel better. Yeah. And you forget all about the physical totally. pain. I'm sitting That's here right. today. There's no, I have no, like, I can't, I'm, I'm not traumatized currently right. because of the physical pain I suffered at that time. Right. it's It was awful. Yeah. It was awful, but I'm not traumatized by it. Yeah, But there are events, emotional events that are traumatizing Yeah, and they stay with you and they yes. cause other damage. That's right. And, and... I, that would—that's where I thought you were going with the criticism of the Passion of the Christ. That it focuses so heavily on the physical suffering. Oh, I think and that's it, what
0: I said. That's what and, I meant to say.
1: And and, it's, and it doesn't quite capture the the emotional or mm-hmm. the, the the spiritual pieces as well, which I think are harder to do anyway. But what it does do is the movie is long, and parts of it are boring. Uh, when he, Jesus is carrying his cross, it yeah. takes forever. Yeah, and they did that on purpose. Yeah. So that you when you just read Jesus carried his cross yeah. and then he fell down and so and so helped him pick it up and um you just kind of read through it and you don't really think about it. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think art really helps us. Mm-hmm. Uh this took a long time. Yes. He was struggling the entire time. Yes. And the people were jeering and cheering the entire time. Mm-hmm. And he fell and he was carrying, he was swooning. And the blood was running down his face, and he was sweating, and he was overwhelmed. And it's easy to just kind of read the, the two sentences we have on that and not really think about it. Mm-hmm. And then an artist comes along and says, let's picture this. Let's think what this would be like. And so the film walks you through a, a, a length of time. Like I said, it gets boring, Yeah. Uh, especially when you've seen it for the third time. You're like, man, this part of this movie is really long, but they're doing that on purpose, Mm -hmm. so you can see, like, this is this is about the amount of time it takes for you to walk from here to there Mm -hmm. with a big cross on your Mm -hmm. back and you've been beaten so badly, yeah. Um, And so it it just helps, it helps solidify what the text says that you just you didn't think about. Yeah, that's different than coming to the text and making a connection or a relationship or an autistic situation that's not there. I think that's very different.
0: Yeah, I hear what yeah. you're saying, um, but it, it's a difference. It's a matter of
1: degree. It's not uh, the difference is, is in degree, not in quality. I think it's not a matter of degree. I think it's a matter of what does the text say. Yeah, and what does it not say? Mm-hmm. And and when if so, if you're adding things that the text does not say, then that's a matter of degree, right? Uh, like yeah, you're gonna the, you're gonna the, put a tree over here or no tree. Or is Matthew autistic or is he not autistic? Like that, that's a yeah. spectrum, a continuum.
0: I hear right. what you're saying. I think, but I think, yeah, I think we're going to disagree on this because there, uh, there are parts of the Old Testament that are extraordinarily boring. The Bible doesn't have a God doesn't have a problem with going through some really boring stuff, yeah, and going in a, in a laboriously like, okay, we got, well, come on, right? We've got to, and we don't have that. We he we could have had a description. Where Okay, so he carries his cross, and then he, he carried it from this street to the next street, and then he carried it from this street to that street, and he was having a hard time, and people were cheering, and then he carried it from that street to the next street. And we could have this really long and boring. There's a reason that it's just a few sentences. I'm not saying that, it's, that it, it was long and boring, but the text doesn't want us to dwell on that. Scripture does not—it could have been written that way. The emphasis is more on his disciples—he asked his disciples to stay with him and pray with him, and they abandoned him. There's a lot on that. Um, It's it's on his prayer. It's on the high priestly prayer. It's on his agony coming up to the cross. It's on his willingness to go to the cross. It's on the uh, compassion that he had while being crucified. It's on his um, not opening up his mouth as he is—it's on his fulfillment of the Scriptures. Those
1: are the things that the text really emphasizes— I think that that's not fair. Okay. Um take the verse Jesus wept. Mhm. Shortest verse in the Bible, mm-hmm. two words. Yeah. Um the Bible clearly doesn't care to um emphasize to us that Jesus wept because it he only he only gave us two words. I don't think that's a good argument. I think that it's a I think it's a very profound and uh, I've heard whole sermons on those on that the, those two words, sure. that one verse, the shortest sure. verse in the Bible, Sure. Jesus wept. And if you, if you, if you take the time and pause and think about that, it opens up so much. I completely agree. And, that, but, but you can't, just because the volume of scripture given to it doesn't, doesn't mean that, that it's less to be emphasized. I don't think that's a good argument.
0: Okay. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And okay. So let me, let me, yeah. let <laughs> me come it. back. Yeah. Let me come back. Uh, so that so the the shortest verse in the Bible is from John chapter ten, and that's on the story in in the story of he's weeping about Lazarus, mm-hmm. his friend dying, and he's about to raise him from the dead. And it's eleven. Oh, it's eleven. That's right. That's right. Eleven. Sorry. Um. So, uh, it is um. The point of the story, the main point of the story, is not that he wept, and I think you're right. We can, the scripture is good. It, is deep enough that we can take all kinds of things and really go deep. But if you say, here's what John chapter 11 means, it means he wept. And this is the point of the whole story is that Jesus weeps. You've missed the point because right. it's, that's not the point. Um, I think that it, you're right. We, you can preach a sermon. I have preached sermons on the emotionality of Jesus. And that is mentioned there, but mm-hmm. he passed, John passes over that briefly because that's not the main point. And if you're going to say, this is, a, this is a movie about the crucifixion and not emphasize the things that he that are emphasized in t- in the text, but you're going to expand something. I think that that is. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's not wrong, but it is not unlike. I think it is a matter of degree difference
1: from uh, introducing. I think you should watch it. I think because because am not going to. He says everything that he says on the cross in sure. the film. Mm-hmm. It's all there.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, okay. They're,
1: they're, it's not cutting things out. It's just saying, it's, it's just, just adding like, things in. It didn't add anything in. It just, it's just, it, it, the amount of time for you to walk from the city to the hill yeah. is just, is just protracted. You're kind of waiting for it to happen. Right. Whereas in the scripture, you can just read it real quick Fair enough. and dismiss it. And And that yeah. I think that's an important thing that artists do for us. Fair enough. Is say, Hey, hold on a second. Jesus wept. Let's think about that yes. deeply. Hey, hold on a second. He carried his cross up here. And imagine what that must've been like. Yeah. I think that's a really good thing that artists do for us. And, but, it's, but it's in the text. Yes, it's from the text. I, I got that. I understand what you're saying.
0: Yeah. But it's but it, it still is art where you're emp- wanting to emphasize something and not other things. And that's those are decisions. Again, it's not wrong exactly, but which is better? Which is a better portrayal? Which is a better um, faith-inducing experience for us Uh in learning about the cross of Jesus? Is it what we have in the Gospel of John or what we have in the the, um, uh, Passion of the the Christ? Uh,
1: If there's any question in anybody's mind about that, something's gone wrong. I agree. Okay. But I can't understand why you would watch The Chosen and not The Passion of the Christ. Fair enough. I, I, yeah. That's... Well, the
0: passion—the the reason, not the passion of the Christ. Uh, uh, let me—I I don't like the chosen. Here, the reason <laughs> that we started watching the chosen, uh-huh. I heard about it, and it was during COVID. When our church, at the very beginning of COVID, when our church—this is before you were our pastor—there yeah. was no church service. We had—we didn't know what was going on and uh-huh. what was happening. L- let's try that. We were exasperated. It was—it was a stressful time for all of us. And I said, "Here, let's just watch this. Let's just." <laughs> It's a guilty pleasure of some kind. Or well, so, no, 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 yeah. no. In ter- like in, we did that, like sort of. Let's think about Jesus together as a family, mm-hmm. and and we're going to use this as kind of our, you know, this was our worship service, so to speak. It was Sundays. We're gonna we 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 did that a couple times, and that's uh-huh. that's what I've seen.
1: Yeah. So that was that was grace and peace. Actually, got you to watch that then. Is that what you're saying? No, not necessarily. Okay. No, I don't. It wasn't suggested by Grace. When you, and Peace. When you say family, you mean church family or your no, family? No, no, me and my wife and my oh. son. Well, well, in that room right there. Well, yeah. Then, then why not the Passion? It was. It was so well done.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, the, the reason that I'm reluctant to do the Passion of the Christ is because uh, I, I don't know that it, it. This makes no. As I'm about to say it out loud, and I I recognize it doesn't make (laughs) much sense, but there's something maybe more sacred about the crucifixion that I don't want, when I come to the text, I want to be less corrupted (laughs) than uh, the wedding at Cana. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, The Chosen's version of the crucifixion, if and when that comes, there's no way in the world I'm going to watch it. Hmm. No way. And I'm probably probably not going to watch any more of The Chosen than I have already. We watched a number of episodes. I think the first season, seven uh-huh. episodes or something, eight episodes, Yeah, like pretty close to each other at the very beginning of COVID. I haven't seen any since, hmm. and I probably won't.
1: I, I love the imagery of the passion at the crucifixion. Okay. The earthquake, the, the darkened sky, the rumbles of thunder, the, the things that, that are, are, again, they're straight out of the text, Yeah, but um, it really helps you visualize. I think it's just so well done. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure it is. I understand uh you know one of our And it might
0: be uh, it might be problematic because it's so well done. Well and, yeah. and then you think, "Oh yeah, th-
1: now I understand." It's um one of our professors said that he he didn't want to watch that scene because he had an image in his mind from reading the text that he mm-hmm. didn't want corrupted mm-hmm. by this other image. Mm-hmm. Um and I guess I can appreciate that. Um but I'm sure you've seen other images of the crucifixion. Have you seen any other of those shows? There's so many of them. Um, I don't think I've
0: ever seen any of the TV shows. I, I've seen like Flannel Graph or different, you know, things like that that are uh-huh. uh, images. Of the, but none of those seem realistic. In fact, I think the closer it gets to being realistic, the more likely I'm going to bring that to the text when I go to read the text. And I don't uh-huh. want that. I I'm not sure that I want to preserve the image I have in my mind. I actually want to reform it more and more by reading the text. Yeah. And I'm afraid that something that is more realistic is going to be hard to get rid of as I come to the text.
1: What if you went to the Holy Land and you walked up Calvary? Hmm. Wouldn't that be a wouldn't that be an appropriate mm-hmm. way to bring truth to the text? I think so. Walk yeah. on the actual hill. Uh-huh. Yeah. Walk the path that Jesus walked. I would love to do that. Yeah. Um well what if they filmed it on Calvary? <laughs> you see what it I'm saying? Would, yeah, I do. It, it was, but it would be yeah. the other it would be all the other things like the, yeah. the artistic decisions about what to focus on. I don't How how dark were the clouds? Um, right. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. And it's not just about the cl- but it's I want to pay attention to what Scripture is trying to get me to pay attention to, mm-hmm. rather than have something in my mind that says that diverts my attention. Oh, this is what was interesting to me. Um, well, like you said, the uh, I, the the long the you know the boringness of the. Yeah, it's, it's an artistic. Uh, yeah, I, I want I want to be formed as much as possible only by the Scripture when it comes, especially to the life of Jesus.
1: Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, wow! You you sound like a T.R. person almost, like a no art, no art for me. I, the, the, I, I, I think want those the, the, the more realistic.
0: I think the more realistic it is, the more problematic it is. When you get uh-huh. certainly like graph, or you're trying to help people to that, and even stained glass or mm-hmm. or printings or uh, you know. That kind, of, or an, honestly, an image of Jesus where you don't see his face, you just kind of see the his robe and this the back or whatever mm-hmm. he's doing. I'm much more comfortable with that. Or a, a picture of you know the the birth scene where it's like you know he's the baby's just kind of a smudge there or something like it's uh-huh. not like oh yeah that none of that is I don't have any problem with that at all yeah um, especially if it's not realistic that the more uh, just like or or uh, you know a kid's portrayal of uh, the manger scene, or something, you know, the Christmas pageant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that all, I think I got no problems with that whatsoever. It's when we're trying to make it look just like what it really was, mm-hmm. um, and that is, I think, almost it, that makes. I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe it's just me. It makes it really hard for me. I I want to go in and be reformed by the scripture and not bring something. Don't give me more stuff to to cloud yeah.
1: my observations. I agree. It's extra. But if it's in the text and it's drawing my attention to the text, and I'm thinking, I never really thought about that, then I really appreciate it.
0: I hear what you're saying. It...
1: And, and sermons can do the same. You know, yeah. a sermon on Jesus swept. I yeah, I never really thought with that kind of depth about what that means. Yeah. Right. So this is this is a really helpful sermon. So um, there's
0: a I think there's a big difference, honestly, between sermons and other uh explanations. Or Mm -hmm. just depictions. And that is, sermons very clearly in the New Testament are prescribed for the church. This is how we're going to flesh this out is through sermons, is Mm -hmm. through apostles and prophets and elders and deacons proclaiming the word of God, as we have many examples in the book of Acts. And then we've got uh, the example of Paul, and he's saying that he's teaching others to do the same thing. This is how uh, the word of God is supposed to be explained and opened up to people. Well, it's certainly the way
1: that it's, it's given.
0: Yeah, That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, a strong argument can be said, well, they didn't have TV back then. They didn't have movies, and so maybe they mm-hmm. would have. I, well, maybe. I don't know. Right. They had images. They had ways of—and and there's a commandment about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it just, I guess it depends. Um, yeah. Yeah, the commandment is clearly about worship. A worship. It's specifically yeah. about worship. I get that. Yeah. And it, it would not have been easy to produce an image at all. Yeah, that's um, right. Painting was a was a involved, very involved, yeah. Very expensive, very lengthy sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um and carving. Carving, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very again the same thing. But when someone says I the the, the
0: Jesus of the chosen or the Jesus of mm-hmm. this movie or that movie, uh I really love that Jesus or there's something about that right. that has no, drawn me you. to ah G- uh,
1: Yeah. That's that's really problematic. Yeah. So you you say you're done, huh? You're not going to watch anymore?
0: I don't think so. Yeah. I think I've seen enough. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm curious about it, I suppose. But also I I don't want to say that I'm immune to
1: Yeah. I saw like two episodes when it first came out yeah. and I haven't seen any since. And yeah. I I don't really I guess I'm not terribly interested too. yeah but yeah yeah here's okay. your dog
0: hey pete what's going on everyone left the house what are you doing he's wagging his tail <laughs> are you do you want to watch the chosen he's like he I, likes watching anything because it means that he can get up in somebody's lap and yeah. and uh and be petted and just enjoy being yeah. with the family
1: well hey uh what do you think out there about the chosen or this whole discussion about images let us know
0: Hey, Hopper Podcast Hoppers, we've got bonus episodes for you. Yeah, you've asked for them, and we've got them. More Hopper goodness. We're actually growing quite a catalog of excellent bonus episodes that are off our regular format. Hilarious stories that aren't quite appropriate for the regular podcast. Yep, and bonus a- interviews with some of our favorite guests. Yeah, so if you want to get access to these great things, just tap or swipe on the Purple Hopper Podcast cover art on your podcasting app, Find the show notes there, follow the link to sign up for just $5 a month or more if that'd be great. You can get
1: all the past and future bonus episodes. And you'll be supporting independent podcasters like us, trying to promote thoughtful, compassionate, nuanced Christian commentary. And we need a lot more of that. Amen. Thank you for your support. Willie, we haven't done a top five draft in a while. That's true. It's been a while. Uh, I think it's time to do another one. All right, sure. Let's do fast food chains okay so right, explain it remind me again how what how this works what are we doing yeah, here? so uh we're gonna i'll pick first you'll yep. pick second okay. we're gonna get our top five and try to have the strongest team as if we were playing in the basketball finals okay which is yeah. happening right now by the way yeah yeah um so uh we're gonna pick five fast food right now if i pick it you can't you can't pick it and vice versa gotcha. right? so okay that's right it, it's like a draft
0: okay so it's a draft and so and what we're like these are going to be like if there were you can only go to five fast food restaurants for the rest of your life, or something like that. Right. Okay. Right. Where would you? And it's so you know it's just going to be your
1: preference. To, I get that.
0: Yeah. And then and then I, I remember that we used to put it on the Facebook uh, and ask people to to uh, uh, choose yeah, which team is a stronger team.
1: You can do that if you I'm want. I'm going to do that. Yeah, well, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Because <laughs> my team—they're all your Facebook friends.
0: So. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, some of them are. Anyway, all right.
1: I didn't get a lot of love on I, Facebook, so... No, I,
0: you didn't. People like my teams better than your teams. I understand.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, I do something, remember something's that. Something's messed up there. Okay, okay, here's the deal. Yeah. Um, my first pick. Okay. Now, now I don't know if... You, you can push back if you think this is not fast food. Okay, okay you know, wait a second. How are we going to
0: define fast food, then? Before uh, you say this, yeah, yeah. tell me your, your definition of fast food. Well, it,
1: well, you've got to get it fast,
0: Okay, so so you order it and it comes relatively quickly.
1: Yeah, it's not a sit down restaurant. So you don't sit with down. a server you don't, and a tip. Gotcha. It, it's uh, it's it's quick food. Quick food. So, so yeah. you you order it from someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you, you know what? I've okay. Just, I, here's the deal. Okay, I'm going to change strategy. Uh oh. Because you're not going to think of this one, I don't think, and okay. so I'm going to pick one that that of course you're going to think of, and that's Chick fil A. Chick fil A. So that's your number one. I'm pick. going number one Chick fil A. Yeah. Okay, why are you picking Chick Fil A number one? Well, uh, everyone in my family likes it. Yeah, I think everyone likes it. Period. Okay, it's, it's doing, it's crushing it. By the way, yeah, Chick Fil A is. is 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 booming. Yes, it is, and uh, I know it's in the news for crazy reasons. There's the religious right, and then there's a. You know, Chick Fil A just hired a, DEI, a DEI, vice exec, president. Yeah. yeah, and then and now they're woke, right. according to the religious right. And yeah,
0: they're so woke that they don't. Yeah. Uh, that they're not open on Sundays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so, got it. Okay. Yeah. They uh. just
1: they just recently <laughs> hired a DEI. Right. <laughs> this yeah. was going on in the '70s and '80s, but you know, they just recently right. Did. Yeah, they yeah, Finally got uh <laughs> Oh yeah, that's it. It's over. Um, no, but uh, yeah, we love Chick Fil A.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is good. I, I think the simplicity of their menu is part of what makes it so great.
1: Yeah, okay. I go with that.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're also very innovative. Yeah. And in their, uh, their, their drive-thrus and, and, and uh, yeah,
1: all that, all that stuff is really good. They got fruit cups, they got kale salad. Yeah. You know, healthy stuff. They got good options. Yeah. Cooked in peanut oil, which is a little bit better oil. It's not like coconut oil or something really good for you, but yeah. that would yeah, be yeah. quite expensive. All right, so
0: for my number one pick, then this is also comes to strategy because I, mm. you know, uh, I got to pick stuff that, um, you know, it, I can't have Chick fil A now, right? I can't have Chick fil A. That's right.
1: Okay. No Chick fil A for you. You're done.
0: That's right. That's right. So that, yeah. that can't be on my team. Okay, so in that case, I think in order so that you're not going to steal this one, I think I got to pick, uh, even though it's not my favorite, but okay. I, it, and that's going to be a McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, okay. Um because they are um that's the big gorilla. I mean, it's they're they're the largest food company in the world and it's and, and that's for good reason. They have uh, a good variety of fast food and mm. I think they have that um it's it's the big one. And I I really like their food. I grew up eating that food. Um it's probably okay. the least healthy for you. Um, yeah. but it also is kind of a guilty pleasure in okay. lots of ways for me. Yeah. So
1: just for everyone out there, just yeah. so you know, um chick fillet yeah. means that it's grade A chicken that you're getting. Okay. Grade A yeah. highest quality chicken. Yeah. Or you can get McNuggets, which yeah. is a carcass that right. is thrown in a blender and <laughs> pressed into a Ground form. Ground up with the bones. Just and... let okay, just just you know, to let oh. people know. Listen. Um <laughs> I, you're right. You're right. Not peanut oil. It's probably like some kind of, you know, real it's garbage left oil, canola or something. Sure.
0: But McDonald's also is much, much cheaper than Chick-fil-A. There's no question about it. Yeah. I'd much prefer good remember, at Chick-fil-A, but it's not on
1: my team anymore. Do you remember in the news when it, they found out that they were grinding up all the different parts? Yes. And they were talking about beef anus in the yeah. burger. Yeah. And everyone was talking about beef anus burgers at yes. McDonald's. Have you tasted their their... <laughs> Beef anus burger, because <laughs> it tastes pretty good, and it's, it's super uh, oh cheap. Oh, my gosh. You know, my, it's super cheap. My daughter did a report on McDonald's yeah. fries. There are yeah. 19 ingredients in McDonald's sure, fries. Sure, yeah. It should be potatoes, salt, and oil. I but completely agree. N- 19 ingredients, and God even knows what they are. I right? know. I know sugar's involved, Yeah, right? of course. But then there's, like, beef juices and yeah. all kinds of stuff, man. Sure. Yeah. So, oh, I'm not defending that this is good. It is... <laughs> It is...
0: Uh, I'm just letting people know out there. You're right. But uh, what is the
1: price? What is the price? It is cheaper. It is much cheaper. It is cheaper. It is much cheaper. You had a lot of McDonald's, and that's why you look like Grimace these days. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I am going with my number two pick yep. that I wanted to pick, number one. This is one that I want to go to most often, and that is Blaze Pizza. Oh, Blaze Pizza. Okay. Tell me about Blaze Pizza. I don't think that's a big chain. Uh, it's big enough. Is there a big one okay. here in Bowling Green? Sure. I we know had that's one true. In Lynchburg, when I lived there, um, you go in yep. and you uh, build your own pizza. Okay. You can pick it on cauliflower crust or gluten-free crust or regular crust. You yep. get you pick your sauce, you pick your meats, you pick your vegetables, your okay. toppings. Yeah. And so I make a giant Italian feast. I mean, I put artichoke and calamata uh, onions and uh, yeah. Ovalini cheese. And, yeah. I mean, I, I I dress that thing up. Okay. And then uh, it, uh, roasted garlic. Okay. And so it's it's a very healthy option. You know, I, I, you can see that I'm I, I care about health. I'm going to fast food. I like having food right away. Yes. But I do want to try to pick healthier options. Okay. And uh, this is a this is a good way to get a good amount of food. Uh, you, I always take some home. Yeah. So I, I kind of get you know,
0: it's yeah. like two
1: meals. Yeah, that's great. And it's loaded. I load it up with vegetables and yeah, vegetables. I don't get to eat all the time. Okay, uh-huh. how often you have artichoke and
0: yeah, yeah. I like artichoke on a pizza.
1: Yeah, so, it's good. Yeah, that that's that's the place I like to go, man. For, okay. for quick food.
0: Okay. I think my number two pick is going to be Jersey Mike's. That's a great one. Yeah, it's you know I, I like the sandwiches and um, subs. I have really soured on Subway recently, right. um, and for lots of reasons. Jersey Mike's is really good. Uh, it's a place that my wife and I can go. She uh, has been eating gluten free. She's not, um, yeah, not for allergy reasons, but her health. She can tell is much much better. She feels much better if she stays away from gluten, and they do a phenomenal job with their gluten free uh, bread. And she okay. really likes that a lot. Uh-huh. So we can go together and. And uh, I really like their sandwiches a lot. Um, It's a a good company, and it's fast and relatively cheap for what it is.
1: Yeah, I got to give props to Subway in that Subway was a a one-store business. Yeah. And the guy was going under, Hmm. and he took a huge risk, and he opened a second store to give the illusion that it was succeeding. Oh. And it worked. Is that right? And then it became the number one franchise in the world. How about that? There are more Subways, I think, than uh, anything else at this point. Okay. Uh-huh. And I, so I got to give them props, but I'm not going to pick Subway. Okay. Because uh, I, too, like a little better quality yeah. uh, sub, but I do want to sub shop on my list of five. Okay. I would have picked Jersey Mike's, but I'm going to have to go with like Firehouse Subs or something like that.
0: Okay. Is that what you're going to pick now?
1: Yeah. That's going to be my third. Um, I was planning on Jersey Mike's, so you stole that from me. Yeah. Um, Firehouse is good. It's, it's not as bubbly. good. It's not as good. It's not as good. I I, I prefer yours, but uh, I do want to sub shop now. While we're talking about subs, yeah. Uh, not only is the bread so I I'm, I don't typically eat bread anymore. Yeah, right. Um, and that's that's a lot of bread yeah. that you're consuming. Indeed. Also, I don't I don't typically eat lunch meat anymore. Oh, Okay. Did you know that lunch meat is as carcinogenic as smoking? What? Absolutely not bad. All for you. of it. Not all. It's of it. terrible for really? you. Really? Heavily processed food, uh, particularly lunch meat okay is terrible for you okay terrible i man it's that's hard for me to believe that all lunch meat is created the same
0: like a like a ham or a turkey uh-huh. there's some processing but then when you move to like uh pepperoni or salami, salami like and... that is
1: a totally different level of processing it, uh, you know i i'm sure that some are worse than others that yeah. makes a lot of sense yeah, yeah, right? yeah just even the fat content in them yeah. and all that kind of stuff but uh, it has to do with like the nitrates and the preservatives. Uh, so that's the caveat. To We both picked a sub as an option, but you should know that. Okay. It's terrible for you. All right, it's yeah. good. I, well,
0: it's terrible, but it's it's delicious. That's we're true. talking about fast food here. Fast food that's, isn't. Yeah. you know, I, I I appreciate some desire to be healthy. There's nothing Do in you? fast food. <laughs> there is. <laughs> this is not my entire diet. Um, that's not what we're doing here. Is uh, right. this is fast food? Right. This is yeah. I, which I don't actually
1: eat that often. Well, fast food. Well, oh, gosh, I bet you eat it more than you think. Probably. And I I'm just so I've just made the the choice over the years that to eat fast I'm okay with, but it's I'm going to try to make better choices in terms of health. Okay. And so that's my that's my my trend here. Yeah. You're going to see it throughout. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's your third pick? Let's see. I think my
0: my third pick I think I'm going to have to go with Uh, Codoba. Okay. Do you know Codoba? I do. Yeah. It's, uh, so that's going to be like a Mexican style, um, rice and chicken. And it's, uh, Chipotle would be in the same, you know, that that would be a competitor. Um, I don't like Chipotle so much, Um, but I like Codoba. Um, yeah. Either one of those I guess would be okay, but I like Codoba better yeah those bowls that you can kind of put whatever you want to in them um you can get some good stuff it's yeah. delicious
1: i agree i agree and uh i was going to pick something like that again there, there are they're very healthy options there you can there get, are uh, yeah mm-hmm. avocado and or... there's really unhealthy options there too
0: but there's healthy you can yeah do, you can do healthy yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah
1: i i like those a lot yeah and uh so i'm gonna have to pick like chipotle Okay, you're gonna pick Chipotle. That'll be my fourth pick. So I'm not trying to to mirror you. You're just you're you're picking stuff that I want.
0: Okay, um, very good. Let's see. So now we're getting down to it. I've got two more to go. Uh I don't have a pizza place yet. So I think I'm gonna pick. Um I I'm going to need a pizza place because I like Yeah, I like pizza good. a lot. Yeah, I like your pick of of Blaze pizza is good. I like that yeah. a bunch. Um but I think I'm going to go with Pizza Hut. An old standard. Yeah. yeah. Um It's 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 not great, but it's good. It's good pizza. It's adequate mm-hmm. pizza and I and it represents I don't know. I like different kinds of pizza for different purposes for right. sure for sure yeah. and they got lots of options there so pizza pizza hut yeah
1: okay well i got uh, one your pick last pick left your last pick and boy i'm struggling with this one yeah uh so i i've i've made some some pretty decent choices in terms of health food but i do want an occasional burger okay and like some good dairy Mm-hmm. You know, some delicious milkshake, um, and I think, I think for that reason, I'm going to go with Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen, because the Blizzard is a, a good dairy option, and. To me, like a fast food burger is a fast food burger. I'm not really picking Dairy Queen because of the burgers, although it's it's a burger fry shop. Mm -hmm. And I don't really discriminate too much with fast food burgers and fries. They're all kind of the same to me. You are nuts. Well, I, see, there are you're a connoisseur of crap. <laughs> <laughs> so you tell me which ones are the the best burgers and which have the best fries. Dairy Queen has pretty much the worst
0: of those two. They've got good shakes and good ice cream, I guess. Uh-huh. But yeah, their burgers and no one goes there for burgers and fries.
1: Okay, I, no, you're no, probably no, you right about you that. You picked it. It's uh, uh, all right. Well. Yeah. Maybe uh steak and shake. <laughs> I mean you get what I'm going at. I need a burger fry joint with good dairy. hmm Um Yeah, good luck. I mean, the McDonald's dairy is awful. It's not yeah, even no, dairy. No. That's that, yeah. yeah. No, it's not they're even always, quote cleaning their yeah, machine that's crazy. anyway. That's crazy. Right. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. uh, so every uh, places like that, I'm not even. I'm not even picking. Dairy Queen is real ice cream. It is. Oh yeah, I think Steak and Shake is real ice cream. Yeah, it is. Yeah, either
0: one of those would be good. I think. You pick one. I thought you picked Dairy Queen. I think you're locked into Dairy okay, Queen. Okay, fine.
1: I don't care. Fine. Apparently, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Burgers, fry joint with with dairy. Uh, dairy Queen's fine. I I mean, Steak and Shake's kind of the same to me. They're all kind of the same. Okay, all right. That's when I'm really, you know, I'm really, well, I'm cheating, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, so then my last one, you know, I don't have good dairy on mine. And so I'm tempted Uh to pick something like a, you know, that has good ice cream, maybe a Baskin Robbins or something. But I also don't have a good chicken sandwich. And that, a good chicken sandwich, I would obviously I would have done Chick-fil-A. Uh-huh. Uh, my next go-to chicken sandwich has got to be, and this is going to be my last pick, Bojangles.
1: Bojangles, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, their uh, their biscuits are good, and they have the, the you know their chicken sandwich on a biscuit, um, and just, they also have a very simple menu like um, like Chick Fil A, and so Chick Fil A I think is better, but not
1: by much. Honestly, it's good. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, So I've had, uh, you know, teenagers work at Chick-fil-A and Bojangles. Okay. And the one that worked at Bojangles said he would never eat there again.
0: Okay. So that's one particular store. Um, I have learned that, you know, different stores are different.
1: That's probably true for any fast food store, right?
0: Indeed. (laughs) Absolutely. There are probably Chick-fil-A's that you could work at that you say... No,
1: I'll never eat there. And yeah, other bojangles yep. that you that you would say you would. I don't know. I I like myself a good bow box, I'm not gonna lie. For sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Their their chicken biscuit um is pretty amazing.
1: Okay, so my team. Yep. Here's Chick, Dave's team. Chick fil A. Yep. Blaze. Fireside subs. Firehouse subs. Um, yeah, that's what I meant. Fi- <laughs> fire, fire Fireplace Fire, subs. fire Firewood subs. <laughs> yes. And Dairy Queen
0: And Chipotle. And Chipotle. All right, that's your team. I see you got a nice
1: you got a decent well
0: rounded team. You got a
1: different flavor
0: for every day of the week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's not terrible, but it's not nearly as good as strong a team as mine. Well. Which is I'm sure your Facebook friends will agree. (laughs) (laughs) Which is McDonald's, Jersey Mike's, Cadoba, Pizza Hut, and Bojangles.
1: Yeah, so um, I'm going to say uh, my chicken place beats your chicken place. I, I have to agree with you there. I'm going to say my pizza place beats your pizza place.
0: Mm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm going to say
1: Cadoba no. and Chipotle are negligible in difference. Okay. I think Jersey Mike's is a little bit better than uh, the, the Fire Pole subs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't even get the name I'm right. I'm just kidding.
1: Um, <laughs> So you got a, you got a little bump there. Okay, McDonald's is definitely better than Dairy Queen. Well, unless you're going for the ice cream, my friend, which Indeed. is kind of why I picked it. I, I would much have a Blizzard than any. So of, you don't have any decent hamburger. Uh, McDonald's is not you a decent have, hamburger, bro. It, it is. It it's is. A, it's a sodium soy blah, little tiny patty. How can you okay. say it's
0: a burger? The, the, the health of it is not so great. When was the last no. time you ate it, though? It's good. It's really good. I do like
1: McDonald's burgers. Okay. Yeah. I would I would be happy with a Dairy Queen burger, too, though. What if, is wrong if, if, with you? If I'm going what after fast food burgers, they're, like I said, they're all kind of the same. Oh, my goodness. Right, you got you got an, an alternate? Would you have a runner-up? You want to pick a runner-up? All right, we can pick a runner-up. Okay, I'm going to pick something. You're not satisfied with your team. That's why you want to runner-up. Oh, no, 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 My team beats your team. Oh, I don't I'm know trying, about I'm that. I'm trying okay. to help you have, okay. have an e- extra help. All right, here um, we go. What do you got? My runner-up, yep. Uh, just to really round this out, is going to be Starbucks. Okay. Yeah. So you can get all the coffee slash tea slash whatever beverages. Yeah. Plus, they have some food. And it's a good, different sort of option.
0: Yeah. So this may illustrate exactly the difference between our two teams because even before you said that, my runner-up is Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got Starbucks, where it's a it's you got a, um, you know the the names of things are in Latin or or uh, Italian or something. I don't uh-huh. know. At Dunkin', it's just very.
1: I I have to admit, yeah, yeah, I like Dunkin'. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the thing is, I don't drink coffee. Fair enough. Okay, but I do drink matcha. And, okay. And you can get matcha at Starbucks. You can't get it most other places. Okay. Coffee type places. Now I love me some donuts, but Dunkin' Donuts does not have the best donuts. Not by far. Oh no 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 no. Yeah. No but it's but it's but they are everywhere, and
0: they're relatively cheap and they have like egg sandwiches and yeah the they got they got that like kind of that, stuff and but, they've got good uh coffee it's not elite coffee um yeah. but it's 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 decent it's good coffee, yeah, I think that that illustrates the whole uh <laughs> snob versus hobo theme that we have uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, been cultivating, not yes. cultivating, but observing. Right, uh, that you are
1: definitely a snob, and I am definitely a hobo, um, or I would say I am of the people. No, I think what you're trying to say is that I have a <laughs> refined palate, and you have none.
0: <laughs> well, maybe, but uh, lots of people join me in in just enjoying the simple things in life.
1: You mean the uh, the over. Four hundred billion served at McDonald's thing. Absolutely. Like, yeah, the... Four hundred
0: billion people can't be wrong.
1: Yeah. Yes they can. <laughs> oh yes.
0: Yes they can. All right. So we are going to put this on Facebook. If you want if you think that my team is stronger, then you can go to the Hopper Podcast Facebook page. Um, I don't think I need to say if people think that Dave's team is stronger. I don't know that anyone will.
1: Well, Let's find out. Let's find out. Let's find out. Let's just remind people yeah. that I have Chick-fil-A and you have Bojangles. Okay. that's Okay. Okay. That, you have one. You have one? I have Blaze. You have Pizza Hut. Okay. that's I can put those. Yeah. Okay. And the others are, are negligible. They're negligible. Negligible. Yeah.
0: Who has refined taste now? <laughs> you can't tell the difference between Dairy Queen and McDonald's.
1: It's so' it's, it's like, hey, which grease smear tastes better, this one or that one? <laughs> I, I, well, who cares? you know if, right. if you're in the mood for grease, just go get some grease. You could get it anywhere, really.
0: yeah, you
1: know? I, I it,
0: it has been a long time since I've had a dairy queen burger, and I, that's for a reason. that's for a reason.
1: <laughs> but a blizzard. It's been a while since I've had a blizzard, but I would like a blizzard. yeah, blizzards good. are good. I would, I'd like one right now. All right. We should go get a blizzard. All right. We should record on the road, on the way to Dairy Queen, and get a blizzard. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. See, people? I've already won. (laughs) Busted! Busted! Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going about things that matter and things that don't. If you've got corrections, comments, questions, queries, complaints, or just a great story, look for the show notes on this week's episode in your podcasting app and find ways to join the conversation. Try to keep it clean. And if you do, we'll probably feature you in an upcoming episode. Hey, we're just two guys here and we're trying to build the Hopper community. That was a good episode, wasn't it? It sure was. It was so good that all calories are free for the rest of the day. Amen. Tell somebody about that and tell them what you've learned. And tell them how they can listen for themselves. And if you can't think of anyone who would like to listen to this episode, you need to make some more friends. Willie, what's the lesson we should take away? Here's
0: what I've learned from this week's episode. Monkeypox is very unlikely to turn you into
1: a monkey. It's very unlikely, in fact. Yeah. I think it may have happened a couple times, but it's very unlikely. I think it's likely to make you scratch like a monkey. And
0: maybe go, oh, 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 oh. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I do that regularly right before
1: bed anyway. That's right. You smell like a monkey. <laughs> so there is that.